0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of let's make a podcast i'm ryan i'm anthony and today we are talking about beer and the movie the matrix
1: ryan what is the matrix i don't know but let's find out hey everybody this is anthony i'm ryan Hey, uh, and as we said in the intro, we're talking about The Matrix, we're drinking some beer,
0: we're having a good time. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking right now? So right now, I am drinking the Roar & Sons Roars Blonde. Is that how you say Roar & Sons? Roar. It's R-A-H-R. I always have a problem kind of like figuring out how do you pronounce it. I I
1: was like, rawr. It's (laughs) Roar & Sons. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm actually not 100% sure, so I just go with my best guess. All right do that but it's yeah it's pretty good it's it's a blonde yeah it's not a, blonde. a good blonde so All right, a little bit lighter hey it's summer yeah that's seeing that's what i'm pretty much doing is I'm, I'm sticking to the lighter stuff so i don't yeah you know i, I feel like i'm not overheating but i am yeah it's beer but what yeah. about you what are you drinking
1: so i'm drinking uh in in the, with the dark and brooding nature mm. of the movie we're talking about today of course we're talking about the matrix the matrix i'm drinking the lakewood temptress which, uh, if you think about it, Trinity's somewhat of the temptress to Neo's character there, uh, particularly when he's not when he's still in the Matrix. She's like, "Come, yeah, learn what the Matrix is." Yeah, and then you get there and
0: you're like, "Okay." <laughs> all
1: right. Whereas with the, with the
0: with the temptress, I'm like, "All right, I'll have yeah. another one." Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the difference. Is like with her with Trinity, you're like, "Oh, this is this is what I get." It's not but with what the temptress, I you're like, at all. "Oh, this is what I get." Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, until you get like the Raspberry one, and you're like. Oh okay, we're we're different on that though. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the raspberry the other day and my wife was like, Oh, we should get that one and I'm like, Okay. But we yeah, ended up not. I'm not as specific. no, and if they come out with the uh I call it the Girl Scout cookie flavor one, the the mint one, I'm all about it. It was pretty good. It's yeah. still not my favorite.
1: Tastes like a tastes like a Girl Scout cookie
0: Man, I'm not a huge mint. I can't be that person. But anyways, so Tell us about where Lakewood's from, all that fun stuff. Even though I know we kind of talked about so
1: it. So Lakewood's a local local brewery in in the
0: Dallas area.
1: Uh, I can't remember. Do you remember what, where in particular it was?
0: Uh, I, th- I know it's not Garland, even though it's pretty much in Garland. Oh, okay, it's like
1: because uh, Ryan and I have, we have actually not not too long ago we visited the Lakewood brewing uh, the Lakewood brewery and visited there when they were having a release party for another uh, uh, beer they were making. But the My far and away My favorite Is the Temptress And uh, I'll, I'll, most of the variants thereof uh, It's a really good It's got a really good flavor to it It's dark It's good stout It's mm-hmm. uh, If you want if, if you are ever curious about stouts This is a good starter Because this has got really good flavor to it And yep. it's not it's, it's not like A lot of them are just like Got that coffee stout flavor Which I'm a huge coffee yeah, stout yeah. fan Or uh, they've got that weird bourbon flavor Or the, they go for that this is a little little lighter on the taste buds. It's got a little sweetness to it, a little chocolatey. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's a good uh, intro to stouts, like yeah. you said. It, it's a good, if you're going, if you want to try one, that's the one to do because yeah. of the flavors. My wife does not like stouts. In fact, she hates stouts. She doesn't mind liquid Tenters. My, I think my wife's about the same, even though yeah. she still has a taste and she's like, nope. But <laughs> she, she's still like, it's better yeah. than the rest. So but, tell us about yours. So... Yeah, so Roar & Sons, which we're guessing that's how it's said, uh, they're in (laughs) Fort Worth. So, again, another local brewery. Pretty much more than likely most of the beers that we'll be drinking is either local or still a craft beer from somewhere else. Yeah, we got to represent, right? Yeah, I mean, we're in Texas. We have to. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a typical blonde beer. It's really good still. Um, I think it was one of their first beers that they started like releasing oh really yeah uh but they have a it seems like most of their beers are pretty much the same uh, kind of the same with uh well going off track but four corners because we went there not too long ago another brewery theirs is very light kind of most of their stuffs a very light kind of beer and that's uh-huh. how this one is it's very just on the lighter side of everything but still flavors so right. as long as it has flavor uh, i'm happy
1: I was like, uh, my wife, she's also a really big uh, fan of their, uh, some of their other ones, uh, uh, she's a really big fan of theirs, uh, if only for the, the name, uh, the Adios Pantalones. Which yeah, is, uh, that one is, is a, a good one.
0: Was, she's a big fan of that one as well. So. Uh, we bought another and Sons that my wife tried last night. It was the uh, Rose, oh, nope nope i'm wrong that's not roaring sons my bad so we'll move on all right
1: (laughs) moving moving past moving past that mistake just ignore that (laughs) uh can i get an edit please edit oh 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 oh. Oh, i'm not in charge of that you're in charge of (laughs) that now i won't edit it probably (laughs) so these beers they're great but you know what's greater the matrix is it though I mean, well, what is it? What is the Matrix? Uh, that's, that's that's you know, a complicated question. You know, they advertise that. Uh, so just kind of skipping ahead a little bit. at the, I watched all the credits of the movie because mm-hmm. I wanted to see everything. I wanted to see all the people who participated in this movie 20 years ago. Oh, man. Or more than 20 years ago. Uh, of course, this was like around 12, 1 o'clock. So maybe I was like falling asleep at that point. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> but at the end, they had this whole thing where they showed their advertising website, which is i imagine was a relatively new thing because the internet didn't become like really that popular until the mid to late 90s right uh but they had their website what is the com, and they had a password and the password was like steak which i don't do you remember any references to the steak in that movie stick oh, or steak s- steak oh it was uh cypher's character right he's like he wanted this this the steak right he's, oh he's like yes. i know the steak is fake yeah. but yeah 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 I was, like, what? I was like, why do they have a password of steak?
0: At first I thought you said stick, and I was like, I don't know why they would say stick. But no. steak makes more steak, sense. Steak,
1: yeah. Okay, now I get the reference. All right. I'm just going to throw my stuff on the ground. I don't know where I was going with that, but I was really curious. But no, it was really cool that they had this whole website. So I actually went to the website and... Is that what you sent me this morning? Uh, no, actually, that uh, wasn't. So uh, uh, a little context on that, I uh, just to get us in the mood for talking about The Matrix... I sent Ryan here a link to uh, the code, uh, the the code rainfall, if you will. Uh, so as soon as he clicked the link, he just started getting the matrix code drip
0: uh, running down his phone yeah. or his computer. I watched it for a while to see if anything else happened, but no, yeah. it doesn't. No, it was, <laughs> it was, it was it's just funny. that. I'm always like, what are you, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm I'm reading the matrix. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it's like I just see blonde brunette. That's blonde. right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh but i thought it was so i, I was like oh i got to check out this website and see if i can put in the code right you know that website's been down since like 20 uh 2009 Aww. so here we are in 2019 this this website's been dead for 10 years so i went in the wayback machine to check it out it's broken as heck so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's they, they tried yeah. but uh but yeah, they're just uh they couldn't uh, afford to keep it up. Yeah, Warner Brothers <laughs> is just trying to sling the 4K edition of The Matrix on there. Unfortunately, I still have the original DVD of The Matrix from back in 2011. Yeah. So, that's what I watched it on. So, it was a little fuzzy. It wasn't quite HD,
0: but, hey, it tried. Yeah. At least it was widescreen, so I had that. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I I was disappointed whenever we talked about doing this movie because I was like, oh, I still have the movies. I guess I got rid of them when we moved into this apartment. Which... Oh, it's pretty disappointing because i had like the whole like box series it came with like the cool little morpheus uh figurine and everything yeah and i'm like why did i get rid of that see i'm I'm the chump
1: who buys uh buys the dvds as soon as they come out so like i don't get any of the fancy stuff i don't know because i uh, i guess i'll uh, unless uh unless i decide to buy the uh infinity war box set of
0: oh yeah
1: um, of like 23 movies doesn't it come Uh, with like the the glove too and everything i'd hope so it's gonna probably be like 600 bucks oh my god yeah and it's like it is 23 movies so that's true uh but so i have i actually uh dug into my old dvd uh wallet that i have from back in the day i threw away all the boxes had dvds just in my dvd wallet there (laughs) and i'm just going through those and like there's I must have spilled soda on them at some point. Uh, and I was like, I hope the DVDs still work. And yeah. fortunately they did, so I didn't have to pay Amazon to watch a movie that I already own.
0: Yeah. That's what we had to do. It was like 4 bucks, though. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. That wasn't terrible. Yeah, right? I'll pay $4. This is a 20-year-old movie, so. Yeah, it should be $4 or less. <laughs> but it's Matrix, so I, I'd gladly pay $4 to watch right. it again. So, All right. So getting back to the point of the yes, conversation here,
1: right. what is The Matrix? So The Matrix, we watched this movie. And it's, uh, if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty of the three-act structure of this movie, it's about this guy, uh, Neo, who, when he wants to—he's he he's like this hacker who lives unknowingly in the Matrix, and he's trying to find out what the Matrix is. So the only thing he knows is that Morpheus is like this figure out there, uh, news says he's a terrorist, these yeah. agents who pick him up at one point, they say he's a terrorist, yep. they're trying to capture this guy. And then they're just trying to figure out who he is. They want his help. Uh, he ends up meeting with these folks. He meets with uh, characters Trinity, uh, then uh, leads, which leads to meeting with Morpheus in person. And they tell him, hey, we can tell you what the Matrix is, but you got to take the red pill. Oh, yes. So you get red the blue pill or red or blue pill. pill. Yeah. The I big ta- question. Yeah, so he takes the red pill, and he pops out of the Matrix. Whoa, what the heck? Now he's in the future in this tub of goo. And he gets shot out of there, which is a really yeah. interesting scene. But he gets picked up. Yeah, he gets picked up by all these folks, and then he gets he gets up, sucked up in there, and he gets started getting trained. And they tell him, "Neo, you're the one. You're the one that's gonna save us all." And it's like one of this is one of those another one of those trope movie tropes where the the, the main character is the one that will save us all. Yeah. Uh, so he gets told he's the one. Then he gets told he's not the one. Uh, so he mixed like, emotions. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a total roller coaster ride. And then, uh, as they're coming back, when he finds out he's not the one, his, uh, his Morpheus, his like mentor at this point, is like sacrifices himself when he knows inside that he's not the one. Sacrifices himself. They have to go on a rescue mission to save him. And through this rescue mission, he finds out he is the one. And then it, it just kind of comes back around where, it, yeah, he can stop bullets. He can just manipulate the Matrix and do whatever he wants with it at that yeah. point. He fly around even we see at the end of the movie. He can just like Yeah. Hey, <laughs> guess what? I'm going to I'm going to fly. I did laugh at that by the way. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. It <laughs> <laughs> <Looked pretty> everybody <laughs> else is just kind of gliding and he's just like straight up flying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh it's uh honestly if you don't know if you don't know the details of this movie, it's been 20 years. It's four bucks on Amazon. Yeah. You can, go, you can get a little more detailed synopsis of that uh, by watching the actual movie. It's yeah. worth a watch, I would I guarantee it. So And
0: from here on out, there is spoilers. Yeah. So Again, it's been twenty years. <laughs> I'm sorry, but get watch on the it. program. <laughs> so and also I just want to note there is so much leather in this movie, it's ridiculous. Oh, it
1: must smell like an old
0: boot in there, man. I, I cannot, especially with all like the sweating and running around. I, so much chafing, I bet. Oh, I, it hurts some just to think about all the chafing in that leather. Oh,
1: and the, and the, everything's so dirty in this movie. Yeah.
0: So yeah, if you just like jump in at the middle of it, you're just like, why is everybody wearing leather? And they look just disgusting, like they haven't showered. It's probably because they haven't showered, and it is disgusting. Oh. So,
1: Ryan, I'm really curious. Uh, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I'm really curious. When did you? So, what are the circumstances? Do you remember when you first watched this movie and what your
0: thoughts were when you first saw this? So, okay, so the movie. Came so so out. the year is
1: 1999.
0: I didn't watch it when it first came out, okay, because I was a wee little child. Okay, well, not too wee, but was so I was like in middle it, school or something like that, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I was a. I think I watched it whenever I was. 13 14 and immediately i just thought it was the coolest movie ever okay and that was i think i don't remember when the next one released but i remember from then on out i i did watch them in theaters because okay. they you know took a couple of years for them to produce and everything yeah but
1: for those who were not aware there were two movies that followed this one matrix the matrix revel uh reloaded reloaded and, and then the matrix Re- revolutions Revolution,
0: yeah which we probably won't be talking about because they're just bad. I'll go yeah. ahead and just say that. Like, they're... The Reloaded was uh, okay. Revolutions was just... Oh, oh man. God, it was <laughs> Yeah, it's not worth talking about. <laughs> We're just pretending that the only movie made was The Matrix. And that right. was it. Yeah, we'll, that we'll was the only good one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I remember watching it and I, I instantly thought it was just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I had birthdays that were matrix themed i had so many matrix toys and my friends we would play like matrix oh yeah like yeah we had like fake like pellet guns and stuff and it was i mean i instantly loved it. i mean i just thought it was the coolest thing because even for the time in 1999 like the graphic everything about it was revolutionary i mean it it looked incredible it looked it all looked real of course now not so much. Well, this is the year 2019. Yeah. Everything's so much better now. Yeah. But even, <laughs> like, there are still parts now watching it that held up pretty good. Thinking, wow, this was 1999, and they they did this stuff that nobody else was doing, and some of the stuff that we don't even do now, but anyway, so, yeah, whenever I did watch it, whenever I... I was 13 or 14 I, I just immediately thought it was just the coolest thing ever but what about you yeah so i was uh the first time i ever saw this movie so i was aware the movie was out there right uh,
1: i now if you'll recall uh when this movie first came out in the theaters it wasn't like a box office like it didn't wasn't a blockbuster by oh enemies. yeah no it wasn't meant to be like a
0: hit movie yeah it
1: was actually a pretty uh pretty not it was not it was well funded but not like it was not it was before summer blockbusters were a huge thing, right? Uh, so I didn't go see this movie. I uh, uh, I was the kind of kid who went out and saw movies like uh, Battlefield Earth, terrible okay. movies like that. Yeah, because uh, I was I, I was into movies like space and aliens and Star Wars. And Me stuff too. Like that. Yeah. Uh, so the first time I really became like fully aware that this movie was out there. Uh, was a friend of mine uh, He won like a raffle or something like that And he got to pick the movie they were going to watch uh, Towards the end of the year In in AP Chemistry mm-hmm. uh, And this is So I was like a junior or a senior in high school I can't quite remember Actually I might be, may have been a uh, junior in high school And so he chose the, uh, chose the Matrix He somehow got the teacher to approve it Because that's pretty Uh, surprising the matrix it's a
0: pretty violent movie i mean (laughs) there's
1: no blood or gore or anything like that but there's tons of gunplay in there yeah
0: and especially to be showing it in a school yeah
1: and now this is pre this is pre all that all that but even even then like (laughs) but uh but even then it was a pretty it's a pretty violent movie which i enjoy oh yeah but (laughs) in school whoa Uh, so uh, this movie, uh, we got to see this. Uh, we got to see this movie in school. It was uh, before, right before we got to watch the Phantom Menace in school. <laughs> but so they popped the VHS. They got mm. to pop the VHS in there because it was a VHS. Oh we yeah. DVD players at the time. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, <laughs> you had to rewind stuff. So, but I wasn't. I wasn't in this class. I was. Uh, I was gonna take that chemistry class the next year. Uh, so I only got to see parts. I got. To, I just got to see people wearing leather. And people running around and people fighting, and I was like, "That doesn't sound interesting to me. That sound <laughs> that's like one of those uh, kung fu movies or like uh, some of these other movies that I didn't at the time like. I right. love those movies now. Yeah, it's like I watch I watch Enter the Fist now like ten times. Oh yeah, it's I fantastic. love that movie. Uh, but I was just like, "Oh, these people just doing kung fu and all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't want to see that." <laughs> Uh so I didn't watch it I didn't really pay any mind Until I got into college Uh now like 20 or 2002, 2003, 2004 Somewhere in there yeah. And uh one of my roommates he was like You gotta watch this movie He's like you haven't seen it this is crazy you have to watch it I was like no the movie's been out like 5, 6 years or so So I sit down I watch it I'm like alright I'm not gonna like this but if this will shut them up About me <laughs> watching this movie I'll watch it and then my mind was blown because right. I didn't know what the Matrix was. Yeah. I always thought it was these people fighting these guys uh, with glasses and suits. I thought they were just fighting these agents. No. It's these people. They get... they. I didn't know that he's in this like vat of goo right. with all these tubes going into him. And he's in... It's actually 300 years in the future. Yeah. It's crazy to me. It's, yeah, it's this it whole is,
0: sci-fi epic. And I think it was kind of the same thing for me. I was just like... I expected just... Kind of a, a shooting movie right you know guns shooting people all that kind of stuff and you're like whoa there's like a deep plot to this that's really good yeah there's this whole mythology that they so this movie
1: does a really good job actually of kind of taking your hand and walking you through their concept they yeah. don't just like run into it and uh they they don't run into it and say yeah, yeah. Catch uh up. and catch up with us because we're here now they actually the first i would say the first half of the movie is saying hey this is what's going on. Yeah. This is who it is. This is this is where we're going with it. Uh, which it helps that Neo, being the new character here, he wants to know, just like you as the movie uh, goer wants to know. Yeah. And so they, the people who know, have to explain to Neo, and then by doing that, they explain to you, the the viewer, right. Say this is what's going on. This is what the Matrix is. This is what's going on. This is where, this is where we are. We're in the sewer. They're up there. They're growing people—they're using them as batteries. Highly
0: inefficient, by the way. Yeah, so <laughs> stupid. And uh, for uh, smart and robots, stuff. you think they would do something else. right? It worked at the time, but then you, when you sit and <laughs> yeah. think about it, you're like, "Little outdated. Come on, wait a
1: minute, that's not gonna work." But uh, I was just—my mind was blown watching this movie because right. I was like, "I was like, it's—it's it's not even close to what I thought it was gonna be. It's not this it's just not. fighting movie. It's this high sci-fi epic where they're fighting these machines in this computer simulation." uh in order to free themselves in the real world. It was so cool to me. Yep. That was that that's how my I was first introduced to it mm-hmm. and it was just this huge thing and I was ready and and by that time uh the Matrix reloaded was getting ready to come out. So I was like just that more excited more... it's like discovering that Star Wars exists right before
0: like another episode comes yeah. out. Yeah. And then you're like, there's more? Yeah, you're like, Oh god, <laughs> yes that that's fate. that's where I was. Yeah. Yeah then we yeah, but then we watched
1: reloaded. it was so so, uh, in watching the movie, what was your Brian? What was your favorite thing about this movie? Uh, it's like I had tons of favorite things, but can you boil it down to like one or two things that you, like are
0: your favorite things? Yeah, that that is such a hard thing to figure out. Is like what my favorite, either scene or just really anything about it that's my favorite. But really, I mean, and I think people that have seen it can agree that like the best scene is whenever they go save Morpheus. So Neo and Trinity go into. The uh, uh, that that building—I can't remember what it's called—but they went to the agents' headquarters. Yeah, Yeah. it's like like a. a, All we get is like it's a military
1: guarded facility. Yeah, 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 Yeah. that's all they
0: say. But I was like, I can't remember if they said a name or not. But uh, so they go in there, just guns blazing, and that you can tell this is where they spent all their money is on this scene. Mm -hmm. Oh, the lobby scene. Yeah, the lobby scene because they're all like slow mo shooting and jumping in the air and doing like soup like cool tricks and like floating around and all this really it's a really really cool oh like doing gun cartwheels cartwheels to grab guns (laughs) and shooting while they're upside down and i mean it of course talking about it doesn't do it justice but oh yeah i mean that's the best scene in the whole movie to me because it just shows the capabilities of manipulating the matrix some yeah and showing that, like, gravity doesn't quite matter anymore because of what they've figured out and how to manipulate right. it and all that. It's,
1: like, one of my favorite things in that scene, when you're talk, talking about that lobby scene, is where they go through the metal detector... They, oh, they, put yes. their, they put their bag through there, with, which their bag has a bomb in it through the X ray machine. Yeah, and then he walks through the metal detector and he goes beep. And so the guy is gonna come up with
0: his wand. Yeah, he says, "Do you have anything metal on you?" And he he, and shows he opens him his him. he opens his trench coat it's like and just like guns. He just, he's just like wearing ar- if 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 it were if it were it looks like he's
1: just wearing body armor made of guns. Yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, it was so great. That's such a great scene. So that that's probably my and favorite. When, what does the guy say? He's like, language warning.
1: Holy shit. Yeah.
0: And then he's like and then they shot start, like shooting. two seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's so great. But what what's your favorite scene? So Our favorite thing, not necessarily. Favorite scene.
1: thing, favorite scene. Oh man. Uh So my favorite thing about the Matrix, honestly, is the special effects. Yep. I can't tell you how much uh people just when I was uh when before I even knew what the Matrix was uh it just kind of got into the popular like consciousness this uh back leaning thing he did on the top of the building late so after the the after the lobby scene he goes to the top of the building and they're fighting they end up fighting i think the uh the agent up there Yep, there's an agent so he shoots there. the agent the agent like dodges all the bullets and then the agent shoots him back and he's like doing this slow motion yeah lean back thing and like I feel like time anytime, anytime so people used to do that all the time. Do you remember seeing people do that kind of thing yeah. like me uh, like miming the whole lean yep. back thing where they slow motion lean back? Yeah. that I saw that several times before I actually saw the movie. Uh, I saw it actually saw a documentary on how they did it because this whole swooping camera thing. So they're going slow motion the camera's like panning around them uh where they're doing this and uh, we, we know we know there's still like wire trick uh wire yeah. tricks and all this stuff so they're like able to do this a little bit slower but they're still like falling on the ground with all this stuff but it makes them look like they're flying flying or floating or something a little bit but uh this this camera is like they're taking it's like it's taking still photos around them in a circle yeah uh, on grease green screen uh so we're just seeing this swooping camera fly around this guy well he's supposedly getting shot at and that to me was amazing the cg wasn't really there for that yet we couldn't uh you couldn't scan somebody's body you couldn't uh you couldn't yet scan their body you couldn't yet um uh, make a virtual camera in this shot because nowadays we'll just shoot the camp, the uh, shoot it from like ten different angles, have the com- the computer kind of fill in the gaps, yeah, and make it do that. Now they they had to build like these big rigs, yep, to do this. So doing that back in the uh, back in the late nineties was like the coolest yeah, thing ever. It was mind blowing. Yeah. So the CG and all and, and all of that was great. Uh Yeah, that was like my favorite thing about the movie was just the crazy special effects.
0: Yeah, yeah, and some of it still holds up. Yeah, it really does, which is pretty cool just to think i mean
1: well it's really i think it's really inspirational now to uh if it if, if younger folks who want to get into the uh film industry who uh, don't have the money or the resources to do what marvel does necessarily uh just just throw tons of money at a problem and buy software and or write software to solve a problem right they can solve it with practical effects like the guys back in the 70s 80s and 90s did uh you can just kind of throw to the pull pull things together and build stuff to just right. kind of could kind of do that It works uh shows you can what you can do mm-hmm. when you just kind of uh put things together with a uh, shoestring and uh duct
0: tape yep <laughs> yeah it's really cool yeah so now let's talk about the worst thing about the movie
1: worst thing about the movie yeah well so you want me to go first or you want to go first? oh no it's all you oh so there are so many inconsist- inconsistencies with this movie, but that's not really my beef. But there are a lot of inconsistencies with this movie. One of the inconsistencies I saw was uh, when that uh, Bell two twelve helicopter that they're flying off the top of that building. Right. It's flying into that. Uh, it's flying into the other building, and where it's about to crash, you know that helicopter is not reflected in the glass. Not until the last shot where it explodes. I didn't
0: even notice.
1: Yeah, it's not reflected. You don't notice it, but yeah, it's just like there's no reflection. It's coming up against this glass building. Uh, so I that huh. that was one thing that kind of jumped out to me. I'd never noticed <laughs> it before. Uh, but my uh, so the my biggest uh, my biggest disappointment in this movie was uh, okay. So to explain, it's it's the music. But to explain, I had this, I had this high expectations about the music of this movie. But I forgot, all the music I liked from The Matrix was from the later two movies. Because yep. I was like, oh, I love the music in The Matrix. The music in The Matrix is so great. Paul Oakenfold, Rob Zombie, all this great stuff. Paul Oakenfold didn't really contribute to the first movie. He contributed to uh, to the second and third movies. So the, the, the music that I really thought was going to be in this movie wasn't there. It yep. was this kind of generic uh, off-the-shelf movie that you would pull when you don't have... When you spent your money elsewhere and you just need something to kind of... Uh, score the rest of the tracks right. So during the Lobby shooting scene that everybody likes To talk about or during a lot of these other Fight scenes you hear this Which if you think about it It's the same music from those Old uh, adverts where they used to Talk about uh illegal pirate like illegal piracy of music and movies yep uh where they talk about you wouldn't download a car you wouldn't download your grandmother do,
0: do, you... do, 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 yeah do, 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 and it's this, this is playing in the background where it shows somebody
1: <laughs> typing on a keyboard and they're downloading a car or they're doing this and yeah. you. It's like, you wouldn't do that so don't download movies it's like and it's like it's literally the same music yep. that, they, uh, that they use in these scenes now the i, I think those adverts came after but it's like, oh, this is just mu- this is just music they licensed from some uh, clearinghouse somewhere. So they they had I think they were able to get like a few songs. I think they got a song from Massive Attack. They got mm-hmm. a song from uh, Rage Against the Machine. They got that they got that over the credits, which that was a good ending song. Mm-hmm. And they got that song from Rob Zombie uh, in that club scene towards the beginning. Yeah. But the rest of it was just generic, like movie they grabbed from like <laughs> the they grabbed from the studio. Yeah. That the studio had. Let's some go on to SoundCloud and see what's <laughs> exactly. They, they they had they had this warehouse full of music that they can just grab for whatever uses they need, so they don't have to pay for it. And they just threw that in, the, in there, and it's like, oh, this will this will work for what we need. This isn't it's, it's nothing special, but it's just gonna work. Right. What they forget is, uh, or what everybody forgets is that they can then use this music elsewhere. So then we get to hear this music elsewhere, and then it kind of kind of takes on its character a character. Caricature of its own and becomes its own thing mm-hmm. uh, so that was my least favorite thing because it's just i was so disappointed because i was like oh all this music that i remember from the matrix movies is not from this movie no it's, it's not. from the other
0: movies yep so that was me what about you yeah so mine it's just because every time it came up i was just like come on this is so bad and it's the love story <laughs> between neo and trinity Oh yeah, it feels so tacked on. Uh, it's so forced and just awkward, and just everything about it just—it's just so bad. Well, it's like, so correct me if I'm
1: wrong, and I may be very wrong on this, but the love story doesn't really occur until the last two minutes of the movie.
0: No, it's—it's it's pretty much
1: throughout it, in my oh, opinion. It? I mean, it's like very like under the under the radar. There. Yeah, because <laughs> like, like
0: whenever me. they're back in the real world like they do like flirtatious things then they talk about it and she hints that the oracle said something specific about them but like she was so vague about it and then kind of the same thing of like whenever he went to go see the oracle she said i see why she likes you and so i just feel like there's always throughout the whole thing like uh a build up to it but Mm -hmm. the whole time like whenever they are interacting with each other you're like oh my god just something happened or let's just move on but then whenever something does happen it's really really awkward yeah because like neo's pretty much dead for a minute she like says you can't die because i love you forces herself upon him (laughs) and then he comes back to life and you're like well that was really fucking awkward yeah like, it, it really was... It wasn't, like, one of those, oh, she saved him. You know, it wasn't one of those, ah, oh, moments. It was like, oh. Yeah, he got rebooted. <laughs> yeah, this is this is really weird. And then, from then on out, like, he can start manipulating, like, a lot more stuff and stop bullets and all that stuff. And you're like, is it because of her or because he died and came back? Yeah. I think it's because he died and came back, but... Just I don't know, the whole love story. It's really bad, and it never got better throughout the rest of the movie. Right,
1: it's like it really. I feel like it really undercuts her character a little bit because throughout the movie, throughout the movies, throughout the whole series, she's kind of a uh, she's she's just like this really confident badass yeah, throughout. She's, she's, she's really awesome, and for the, for the most part, she's better than Neo throughout the entire series. Yeah. she knows what she's doing. She's been doing this for years. She she can do the scorpion kick with the best of them yeah uh she uh, like in that first in the first scene to show what people what what these people can do and what they can do in the matrix she's the example She like totally kicked she like uh beats up like nine or, or she beats up a squad of police officers who are yep. trying to arrest her and she like escapes uh escapes an agent the only thing she can't do that matrix uh that matrix can do the only thing that she can't do that neo can do is beat up an agent yeah uh
0: but she can do everything else better yep yeah. it's true it it and, yeah, kind of what you went back to, like, the love story, that whole thing kind of just made it... It just wasn't her. Yeah. I just it like, didn't fit with her character. No. Yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty bad. But, so... All right, so I guess we'll start wrapping up. That's pretty much our talk about the movie all right so before
1: we go i wanted to see if we had anything in uh, just in general that we were gonna uh, we were able to recommend just to our to our uh, listeners here yeah
0: maybe we'll call this the uh what we're enjoying yeah. this week or something like that can't we'll, we'll figure out names for these as we go on these little segments mm-hmm. so um i'll go ahead and talk about so it's obviously a beer because you know i drink a lot of it so, uh, Community is a brewery here in Dallas, and they make this uh, special limited series called the 3D IPA. It's a triple IPA. And I mean, it's for me, it's one of my favorite IPAs I think I've ever had. I know I gave Anthony Cannon, he I mean, d- you yeah, liked it, right? Yeah,
1: why did you only give me one can? You know
0: I was going to like that. It's a pack of four. <laughs> like, They're huge cans, too. And I was just like, I almost don't want to give away one of these because... So like, I understand. It was really good. Uh, it was, And plus, I mean, it's really cool the way the design of their can. It's in a 3D, so you have to put on 3D glasses and, like, look at the can. And the can actually, like, the rocks pop out on it and the, yeah. the logo and everything. But, I mean... I like, I'm about to go buy more this week of it. Yeah, it's I'm going to have to go see if I can find some, too. They have yeah. some uh, nearby you, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: All right, then I'm going to go yep. get, take a stop. I can't buy it today, but I'll go buy it tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. What about you? What, what
0: are you liking this week? Or? So
1: the thing I'm liking this week is uh, it's actually a book that I'm reading. Uh, well, book in quotation marks. It's a mm. graphic novel uh, that just came out. It's the graphic novel of uh, Adventure Zone, Murder on the Rockport Limited. Now if you're familiar with uh if you're not familiar with the Adventure Zone, it's based on a podcast where uh three uh three brothers and their dad, they play Dungeons and Dragons throughout this podcast. They play loosely with the rules.
0: Oh, I think you told me about this podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah it's a really it's a really fun podcast, uh which uh it's one of my favorite things. I'll listen to this this whole uh story arc that they did. Uh this is the second story in their story arc. Uh, but it's, uh, so it's basically a murder mystery on this train that they had to solve with their Dungeons and Dragons characters. Hmm. Uh, so what they've done since they've concluded their uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the, the, this story arc in their podcast, they've actually got, uh, gone together with a, uh, uh, illustrator, and they've actually done a graphic novelization of this podcast uh, of That's these stories that they've done. Uh, so it's actually it actually was number one on the New York Times bestseller list, oh, wow. which was like crazy to me, and it was crazy to them too. I followed them on Twitter, and they were I like, bet. "Are you freaking kidding me? This is, this is <laughs> the, their second book in their series. It's the second time they've hit the number one on the wow. New York Times bestseller list." That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Adventure Zone, uh, Murder on the Rockport Limited. I highly recommend it. I'm still reading through it. But I uh, but if you want to look if you want to get the story for free listen to their podcast the adventure Zone start in episode one like there's a short version of episode, of episode one I highly recommend it it's the best thing ever it was one of my favorite things oh, but that's my recommendation it. for this week yeah. might have to download it yeah I'm looking for more podcasts so. mm-hmm. thank you for coming and listening to us we hope to uh, have more uh, have more movie discussions coming out soon and more discussions about the beer we like to drink I'm Anthony. And I'm Ryan. All right, drink beer, watch movies, and prosper.
0: Word.